get started. More life. More life? Yeah, edit this out too. We're going to edit it out. Yeah. Be energized. We just got married. <laughs> We're like in love. We just had our dream wedding. We're back. That's true. Be alive. Okay. Ten times excited. Ten times excited. Ten times excited! <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What's up, everybody? It's me, RJ. Back. Finally back from our wedding. Uh, so we promised this, I promised this episode to talk about, you know, post-wedding stuff. And now our cat is sniffing the mic. But anyways, I'd like to introduce my guest, Susan Cho, my wife. <laughs> Thank you, husband. You're welcome, wife. <laughs> you know, in the first, I remember in the first one, I was all ambitious and I was like, oh yeah, there's going to be like a three, four parter. Yeah, we're going to do it after, do it after each event. It didn't happen. No way, dude. Um, <laughs> no way. It's about a month after our second wedding. <laughs> yeah. I know. We, I haven't been post, I haven't recorded a podcast in a, in a long time. It's been about two months, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just finally... I think having that month is... I need that time to decompress. Or, like, we will, which we'll talk about later. But, yeah, just to decompress from the wedding and all that stuff and kind of get back into real life took longer than expected. Well, you know, I thought this would be an interesting thing to share. Um, so I have a coach, a, a women's circle coach, and we can talk more about that in a different episode. But at TLDR is I'm learning more about what is it, what does it mean to be a woman. Anyways, one of the things he shared with me, yes, he's a man. I'll go into that later again. <laughs> one of the things he shared with me That's is, me. Just kidding. no, it's not. Yeah. It's not my husband. <laughs> okay, wife, continue. Um, thank you, husband. One of the things he shared was when you have like deep emotional events, like events that cause a lot of emotion you have a come down from it and i never thought about it like that because you know i only think about come down in terms of like drugs you know yeah um and but it makes sense it's like we go through a a totally high intensity experience that we've never done before yeah. with a lot of people and there's a lot of emotion and there's a lot of things coming going on and then it just, it's such such a different experience from our day-to-day -day life that there's a period of time afterwards where we need to like, like integrate that experience back into our normal life. Yeah. Because it's so... So we're in the wedding come down. Or I think we're out of it. We're out of the wedding come down. Or coming down. out of it. And we're like, oh, we should do that podcast. That's yeah, been. it's been a long time coming. I wanted to get this podcast out of the way before I, you know, continue, you know, talking to other people. If there's regularly scheduled, scheduled programming. programming. Well, there's nothing scheduled, though. But. <laughs> yeah, kind of scheduled. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, it took us, yeah, to, to, to your point, it was very, like, I would say it was of high intensity, right? And to, to really have our bodies and, bodies and minds really kind of process it all and, go yeah. through it yeah it took 
uh, a long time. And I guess, how would you describe what the come down felt like or like the process? <laughs> well, everybody was asking me this, right? Oh, what's it like now? Yeah. What's it like now for you? Yeah. And the only way I can describe it, and some of you have heard this already, is it's exactly the same yeah. and it's completely different. My yeah. life has not changed on a like basic level. Yeah. We wake up at the same time that we did before. Uh-huh. We do the same things. Okay, we're not doing wedding stuff, but we're we're doing the same things. We eat the same food. We have the same habits. Like, you know, RJ and I lived together for a good amount of time before we got married. So like our life hasn't really changed Mm -hmm. and fundamentally everything has changed we're now married and we're at the we closed a chapter of our life called engaged or dating casual dating yeah kind of roommates (laughs) roommates that have sex (laughs) we we closed we closed the chapter of our life and now we're at the beginning of a new one and it feels totally different yeah, I mean, I get it, right? It's, it, the way I like to describe it, it was the beginning, the end of something, but also at the same time, the beginning of something new, right? Like, simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. And not to get philosophical, but I don't think that's how you pronounce it, but that's life, right? It's just like, it's it's a constant end of one thing and the beginning of another. Yeah. And this feels like one of the biggest like conscious shifts we've made in our life yeah it's it's and it's hard to just i can't really describe to you what it feels like because like yeah day to day like you know we're together and i see it but there's like if i had to describe it it was like this feeling of like this concept of like solid but of like finality like this like, is it yeah this is it rj yeah you had your chance to get out yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just feels like it's like locked in like that's it yeah well i remember talking about this with someone else too and there's a lot of constants in our life to a degree not everything's constant but like for example our family Mm -hmm. you know what we do for work things like that yeah and those were things that i would say i never really chose you know you you get born into the family you get born into yeah and like in a way you do kind of choose your work but at least for me if i look back i'm like i almost sometimes i feel like i fell my way into my career yeah and you know and we choose non-permanent things all the time what we're gonna eat for dinner whatever whatever but like marriage the decision to be like yes for the rest of my life from this point on here's an area of my life that i'm now changing like now this person will exist in my life for the rest of my life so it's like the first time that in a way it's the first time you consciously choose something in your life that's going to be there for the rest of your life yeah i mean and that's pretty huge especially for like i don't want to be one to like bag on our own generation like millennials right oh yeah it's our fr- like it, it's actually our really first taste of like or at least for me like this feeling of like commitment and, like mm. i can't flake on this or else there are thing bad things will probably will happen like there's like no like i can't just like 
phone in like I'm sick. I'm not gonna. I can't you can't go. phone into the relationship. Go. I can't ghost from this. I can't. Um, yeah, like say I'm too tired or hungover to like or too tired. I just want to be playing, uh, watch or Netflix, Netflix and chill, right? Like I can't, like you know, flake. I can't be flaky anymore. <laughs> Well, that makes me feel bad because I feel like I flaked all day today. I no, up. but there's time. But you don't know, like <laughs> flake in, ter- in the context of yeah. our relationship. Yeah, I yeah. can't flake on that. Like we can flake. I mean, well, that's the thing. Like I feel like because of that, and by the extension, I've become less flaky everywhere else. Oh, because you've stepped into this commitment. Yeah. Like you are now a person. I know what commitment yeah. tastes like, <laughs> and it's not. It's okay. It's not that bad. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's another good point. Like, everything feels the same, but it almost feels like, and like, not in a bad way, but everything I do feels a little bit more serious. Yeah, that, that's what, that's, that's what, that's good. Like, it's serious. Yeah. But not, like, there's a weight, but it's not like a crushing weight that you can't move anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to set the stage for, for people that are like, pre-wedding and like. Or pre-engagement or even thinking you know, about it. Like, yeah. um, like. I don't want to. I don't want to be like, oh, it's God, it's the crushing weight of commitment. Cause, but I think that's what we feared. Yeah. Going into it and then yeah. coming out of it, it's like. It just, it actually, you do get a huge sense of security. Like it feels, yeah. like you know, you're bundled up a little bit. Yeah. There's things that you can rely on in your life. Yeah. To not. Flake out on you. Mm-hmm. You know. And I think that's what, like, we've seen, like, you see in media, like, historically, it's the concept of, oh, yeah, you're married. You can give up now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel like we've been trying harder. Yeah. And just to speak on another thing that was, you know, different about the same is, or, like, this is actually really different, actually. It's, I never wore rings before. Oh, I like yeah. I like jewelry. I like wearing bracelets. I like wearing, like, the occasional like necklace or I, I like to accessorize probably more so than other dudes but yeah i never rocked rings and but now it's weird when i leave the house and i don't have it it actually like really it's like it's like if you're leaving the house without your wallet or your keys mm. it's like that it's become one of those one of my essentials right you always do that check before you leave the house or before you go anywhere and it's like weird to like have it i feel yeah not c- complete without it it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've 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 forgotten my ring twice now since we got married. Yeah, and I just is definitely there are days where I just run out, and I'll be in the middle of a one on one, and I'll, it'll suddenly hit me. I was like, something's felt off all day. Yeah, and it's because I don't have this, like, point one gram, of noble metal on my hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's trippy though. It's like, because before, yeah, rings weren't even a factor for me. Like, okay, but then. All of a sudden, it's like... Yeah, and I also always thought... I was never intentional about this. I always thought it would be like, oh, you wear it all the time. But I actually don't. I treat it like my glasses. When I come home, I take it off. Yeah, And then when I wake up in the morning, I put it back on. And it's kind of interesting. (laughs) And it's funny, too. So we got our, like, metal... Our our nice rings, right? Our dressy rings. Yeah. But we also have silicone ones. Because, you know, we're trying to be more active now that we're married. So we want to do more outdoorsy stuff like hiking. Right, opposite of giving up, guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been going to the gym again. And I don't want to be rocking, you know, I don't want to be like lifting weights with like, you know, my metal rings. So we have silicone ones. Uh, so sometimes I'll be wearing, I feel like I wear that with my nicer one 
Because if I know I'm going to the gym, I'm not going to switch. I'm not going to bring oh, both yeah. rings, right? Yeah, I'm you're just going to wear that one for the day. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I might be wearing the silicone one more, actually. Um, I'm probably like 90-10 because I've been much less active than RJ is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny, though, too. Like, it's, it's a nice spin. I'll, I'll be a little romantic right now, but, like... So there was two times where I noticed that she forgot her ring because we have it in a plate in the bathroom with all our rings, our silicone ones and our metal ones. But then, so I'll notice, oh, I'll be like, oh, you forgot your ring. And she goes, how'd you know? Because I see it in the, in, on the plate, right? But then whenever she's like, I, I, we come meet and like, I have the ring. It's like, she jokingly like puts it, puts her hand out like, you know, we're getting married again. Like I put the <laughs> ring on. But then it's like, in my mind, I'm like, it's, it's, I really like it because it's like, it actually gives me a chance to sort of relive that moment again, even though we've done it twice before. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, I know. That was nice. Thank it's you. kind of fun. I, I joke that I, I like, want to keep secretly forgetting my ring just so I can do that. Exactly. Right. And I don't mind it. Okay. So we talked about commitment. Yeah. The, the, the presence of commitment in our lives. Yeah. Um, like one thing that's come up is like, we're not done. I still need to finish thank you cards for Hawaii. Oh yeah. Um, I'm like mildly paranoid that I'm going to forget all the gifts. We really wanted to print photos and our photographer's taking a little longer, but I realized he's a craftsman, but I feel like it took, so we took Santa Clara photos and we just got those edited photos finally. And that was, it's. Took what like two two and a yeah. half months, so I might I don't know if this is par for the course, but I mean that might be the standard. Who it's knows? about four weeks right now. It's past four weeks now. Yeah, so. but I, but he's doing three. So he's doing three different sets, three filters. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, I guess three filters. He's one of those artsy photographers. That's why we fell in love with his. That's photos. why we hired him. Yeah, his photos. Can't wait to share them. Oh, people are also like, "Why aren't you sharing any photos?" And I'm like. I have nothing on my phone. I have nothing on my phone from either Santa Clara or Hawaii wedding. And we keep meaning to... Oh, oh yeah. Go oh, ahead. this is our call out. If, you know, we're going to share out a drive if you're one of our friends that attended anything. Please give us your phone photos. Because Videos. we have none of the candid photos. Yeah. Um, we just have... We're just waiting for these pro photos. Um, so that was kind of fun. Funny. Plus, I don't want to be, like, flooding, like, my feed with, like... It's like we get it. I don't want to be like, everybody, you get it. You got married. I'm like, yeah, I know. But Yeah, I feel a little uncomfortable about that. Like, I don't so, want to be that guy like, you know, you know, I love, I love you guys. I love that you're having babies. I actually enjoy baby photos. I do too. Yeah. I enjoy baby photos. But some people. Don't. Yeah. I enjoy baby, weird baby stories. Meme your babies and I, and, and I will enjoy them even more. Yeah. So keep on doing what you're doing. I just don't want to flood it with, like, wedding wedding stuff. Because yeah. for me, I don't know if I'd like seeing people, like, endless wedding photos. Actually, maybe I would. Maybe it's because it's our wedding photos. Because I, I see myself every day. Every day. Yeah, I feel a little awkward about <laughs> celebrating. But we're bad at celebrating. I feel that way about my cats. Like, sometimes I'm like, do I post, do I story my cats too much? No, that's totally fine. <laughs> because everybody loves cats. You love our cats, right? The internet loves cats. Yeah. Love our cats. Follow them. Allison Arena. That's, no one's going to get that. <laughs> Um, what else is there? Um, I guess we could talk about how did, how, how did you feel about how the Santa Clara wedding turned out? I know we were pretty like all over the place last episode. Yeah. 
So our Santa Clara wedding was a byproduct of our Hawaii wedding. Yeah. When we were, I don't know how many of you know this story, but, you know, RJ and I... I think we talked about it last episode, but you can TLDR. Yeah. So TLDR, we really loved the idea of a Hawaii wedding. We really wanted to create that. Some really key family members of ours could not attend Hawaii. Um, RJ's grandfather couldn't fly. My brother-in-law, niece and nephew, it was too close to school. Um, my lovely cousin and s- sister of my heart, Jenny, is getting married next month. And it was like, you know, she was like totally willing to come to Hawaii for one day for the, our wedding. And I was like, I can't let you do that. You know, we have the Santa Clara thing happening. Come there. So we figured that out, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was originally intended to be, um, you know, a small wedding for key family members. And then it turned into this big giant thing because RJ's dad pulls family out of the woodwork. I don't even know because, okay, we'll, we'll, about that yeah, we'll get into that more. So that was really fun. You know, like we ended up having basically kind of a similar thing, which was a small ceremony at City Hall and then a big dinner. Yeah. And we also were able to invite some friends to the dinner that couldn't be invited to hawaii or couldn't make it to hawaii a little mix of two um i'm glad we did it because it was so chaotic i didn't know what the hell i was doing i just felt like i was getting pulled from one thing to another yeah and then it made me feel so like way chiller about hawaii yeah it was like a practice run yeah like i don't know how a lot a lot of people can like get a chance to like practice getting married. Yeah. I know there's rehearsals, but I've been to rehearsals and, and that shit is too. like it's not the same. Yeah, it's just like and then you're gonna do this and you're gonna do this and then that's it. <laughs> you yeah. know, like you don't actually really practice it to a certain you do, but you don't. Yeah. So we got to like dry run a wedding. Um, I mean, it was a legit wedding. It was a legit wedding, like with a photo shoot, uh, an itinerary, yeah. favors, like all of that. Um. So that was really great, and it made me feel like we got, I mean, it's not about value, but we got a lot of value out of our Hawaii wedding because we got to be really, really present. I feel like I got to really enjoy it. And we had hiccups at our Hawaii wedding, too. Yeah. And we were able to get through that. Yeah. I mean, one hiccup was that I was almost late for the for our, for our Santa Clara wedding. Well, you were also almost late for our Hawaii wedding. <laughs> Uh, would you say that I was on Filipino time? You know, it's funny because, yes. Like, maybe that stereotype happens for a reason. I don't know. But, you know, I know both times we did everything we could. Yeah. There was fully an intention to be on time. Yeah. And yet you were both late both times. Okay, so for Santa Clara, I was, only, I was almost late. Because when I thought, okay, it was in, like, Let's call it downtown San Jose. Pretty much that area. I live... I've been living in South Bay all my life. I thought I could get to... I live like near like Santa Tomas, River Mark area, Santa Clara. It should take about 15 minutes. I didn't realize how shitty... I'm sorry. How how bad traffic gets around that time. So like I thought 15 was barely enough. And like my... I, I wasn't thinking like... I didn't have my wallet on me at the time, so I, oh, I, yeah. I, I found parking at the city hall area or whatever the, and I ran in. Like I left my mom, I drove with my mom yeah. and my brother, 
and I think I gave him my give them my phone and knowing that I gave them my my wallet too, not knowing that they need my ID in order to allow me to get into the chapel. Well, it's not get into the chapel, but we have to finish our like marriage license paperwork. They won't marry us unless we prove that we are the two people on the marriage license. So yeah, when they asked me for my ID, and then everyone's, I was like, oh, oh shit, I, I don't have it. So everyone was like calling like my brother and my mom, and they're not picking up. Yeah. And then I had my little uh, cousin Matthew run out to go find them. And there was like this like last minute, it felt very like frantic. I think I was sweating at this point because I had to run there too. But you know, they showed up with my ID, and the actual ceremony for that, the civil ceremony, was, like I don't remember any of it. It was blinding fast. Like, the the officiant just said words, and then she said, you know, I just followed her instructions. I don't even know what she said. And then I heard, put on a ring, and then she did the same for Susan, and then we were done. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like five minutes. I think it was. Um... So if you want to do something quick and efficient, City Hall. I mean, that was our original dream, but Santa, San Francisco. It, I don't know about dream. It was like our original idea. Cause yeah. San Francisco, I will admit, San Francisco has gorgeous, gorgeous photos, yeah. um, settings. But yeah, I mean, that one was over in a blink. How how do you like the photo shoot? <laughs> the photo shoot was. We did it at the Rose Garden, San which Jose is really Rose pretty. Yeah, um, it wasn't hot. Luckily, a lot of shade. A lot of really yeah. busy. Um, I liked the photo shoot. Um, my cousin was a was, you know, getting a little frustrated with our photographer. Because <laughs> she was focusing on us, which I which I get. Well, it was that's our mistake, which is I think we didn't make it clear with her. Pro tip, go ahead. Um, what was your pro tip? Oh, you lay out really think about people getting engaged or think about getting married. Oh yeah. Really think about laying. Like, laying out who you want, like, like which combination of people you want in the photos, and, like, all that. And, like, and like also, like, how the percentage of, you know, the focus. If you want to focus on you two with the couple, let that photographer know. But if you want to kind of have more family and friends photos, you got to let her know, too, because yeah. we weren't able to set expectations correctly with our, with our family for the first wedding. Yeah. Basically, we had only hired a photographer for the Santa Clara wedding because we were like, it would be a good opportunity to get a lot of family shots. Yeah. And then we ended up spending most of the f- most of the session on the two of us because I think we didn't make it clear to her that, like, yeah, this we, we hired for the family, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, I love the photos that we got. Yeah. I just, I felt kind of bad. Like, our family, family was, like, was sitting around. Yeah. I know gra- uh, RJ's grandpa was, like, feeling uncomfortable um and the aunts were getting kind of you know impatient because they had to go get ready for the reception too so they were like you know everybody was just kind of sitting around and i felt bad and kind of awkward um and i wished we could have gotten more family photos yeah you know but but the shots turned out great i looked i looked at them you just got them yeah i looked i mean i kind of skimmed through them but yeah they look good i haven't even looked at them yeah how did it feel like posing? The pose. I feel like um. Her posing. I mean, maybe that's the thing because, so she. Always said funny things to try to get us to laugh, and like it seemed to work. Yeah. 
Steven, which was our Hawaii photographer, he didn't really do things like that, but I also felt like we kind of didn't need it as much. I think he's more of the candid style, where she's kind of more like, like... Posed? Like, set... Lay out the scene and... You know, like, uh, very posed, right? Staged. Staged. She's more staged. Yeah. But, I mean, they look great. I think I it's nice to have two different vibes. Yeah. Um... Yeah, food was good, except I was pretty bummed because, so we had, um, the, the reception was a, like a Chinese banquet, and they China had- Chopstick, Santa Clara, best no. fried rice I've ever had, check it. Gluten-free, unsponsored plug. Unsponsored plug. There was some really good looking dishes that I saw walk by, and I didn't get to eat any of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Someone made me a small plate, um, and I was eating some of I think RJ's it was your brother. food. Yeah, my brother made me a plate. Thank you, Opa. Um, and then RJ, I ate some of RJ's like gluten free order, but like, I didn't think to, like, try to eat more because I think I was. We were just trying to we were, be efficient was, with our time. There really was no time. It's we hard gotta go to go back. Yeah. I want a Chinese banquet for two. And it's true, just to kind of talk about the reception, it's like, you know, I think your cousin said it's like, make sure you drink, make sure you eat. And you think it's a no-brainer, but it's hard. Like, you're, because when you get to the reception, it's always, it's like, you're, you're the, you're, now you're entertaining. The ceremony, like, you're the center of attention, and like, you know, you're receiving all this stuff, but then now you're like, now it's, now you got to get back. Now you got to put on the show. You got to like, oh. you know what I mean? Like you got to express your gratitude and honor your family and friends and all your guests that are there. Yeah. So there really is. And we had like 60 people and we were, I just felt like I was all like if I, when I was done with one or not even done, like I wasn't able to even finish conversations because there was always be, there, there would always be somebody else, you know, oh, yeah, like for your attention. One thing that I really struggled with is I think as a Asian, you get very conscientious of like being polite in terms of the hierarchy of the family. And I got thrown into a situation where it was like these hierarchies were starting to clash and I was starting to like lock up a little bit. Like my processor was like, oh, I don't know if I should talk to this person or talk to this person. What's the order who, of operations? Yeah, who do I talk to first? <laughs> this is on RJ's side and it's like dad's sister, right. but this is on my mom's side. And it's like, and you know, it was, and then this is just the person that I really, really like and want to talk to. So yeah. I was locking up a little bit. Um, you know, it was cute though, because like I could tell like your, your dad was having a lot of fun, like showing us off. Like oh, yeah. He was bringing people by constantly. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. you know, showing off his Korean <laughs> daughter-in-law. I definitely felt that a little bit. Also, like, to go back to kind of, like, how things are now, I feel like my parents ask more about, <laughs> they're more concerned about Susan's happiness than mine. <laughs> For example, I came down to visit my mom, and she goes, oh, Oh, you're, you're here. Oh, is Susan here? Oh, no, I was going to make her spaghetti. I'm like, you're not going to make me spaghetti? <laughs> oh, because I love Filipino spaghetti, and I always eat it when I go to their house. Yeah. And she's, I was like, yeah. And then RJ brought it home, and it's like the biggest box of spaghetti I've ever seen. Yeah, and luckily <laughs> she didn't buy it. She didn't have any noodles, so I went to Safeway and bought gluten-free ones, and I was able to 
so I could eat it too. And she goes, oh yeah, you can eat it too. I'm like, <laughs> man. But yeah, we got a whole pot. We worked, we're working on it since last night. But um, yeah. One thing that came up for me in Santa Clara, so, and this, I'm going to caveat this with people who are doing wedding planning may be fully aware of this, but this was something that I did not realize. So RJ and I did not decide we decided not to do a like wedding party like bridesmaids and groomsmen yeah. because I think we only thought it from the ceremonial aspect. Yeah. And there is something that I I get a little sad about. I wish I could have done that. You know, there's something about being able to acknowledge and recognize people in your life um, that have been have made such a huge difference, like peers in your life that have made such a huge difference. Yeah. But we didn't want to do it from the ceremonial side of like, you know, everybody's got to get dresses and suits and all yeah, of that, that was right? That's my thing. I don't want it yeah. to be a burden or work for the wedding. Yeah. For the guests. Like, I want them to be guests. Yeah. And like, enjoy themselves. Yeah. What I realized during the wedding, though, was that there's a whole aspect of it that I didn't consider, which is it's really hard to pull this stuff off on your own. And like, your bridal or like your wedding party is kind of like your team yeah and like my cousin was that for me like i would have asked her to be my maid of honor if i had a bridal party and she basically was that for me the day on santa clara anyways you know she made sure and it didn't hurt that she's been going through her wedding planning so she's like and she's doing like like a full-on wedding so she's an she's a way beyond me in terms of expert so she was like coaching me on how to take photos and making like double checking the makeup artist and um you know making sure that i drank water and things like that and helped me go pee because i didn't know how to get out of my dress you know like the dress the spanx god spanx it's the (laughs) bane of women but But i'll go into shape though but i'll go into that another time nice silhouettes thank you but yeah she she like I wouldn't have been able to survive that day if I didn't have her help. So, and I'm so thankful for her for that, you know. And so it's my intention that I can be all of that and more for her. So the only reason I share this is I know that there's a couple friends out there that are considering not the bridal wedding party route for the same reasons as us that, you know, sometimes all that extra, like, you know, pomp and circumstance feels like a little much. I would not... I would definitely consider the other half, which is having a team of people around you that you trust, you know, because things come up during the day yeah. and it's so freeing to be able to be like, Hey, Delegate that. friend, I have an issue. There's this thing that's happening. Can you go take care of this for me? And to be able to trust that they're going to go do it, Yeah. you know? Um, so, you know, you don't need to have a wedding party, but you still need a team. Yeah, I think pro tip, getting a wedding planner. Get oh, God, get we should have. I mean, my auntie Val, our auntie Val was uh, kind of that person. Yeah. She was, I mean, no, she was, the, like, she helped plan the events. She was the one to be able to, because, like, I don't know if you, anyone else is versed in training or in, or trained to, you know, have a wedding. I don't think you're, you're ever going to encounter this. So it's something that is completely new. And she was able to uncover the stuff that we didn't know that we didn't know we had to do. You know what I mean? Like, 
and it, it definitely helped us and i felt like if we didn't have that input we could have came off as very as like like kind of like am like not like i wouldn't say this as strong as disrespectful but like you know like what are you doing you're not do like why are you not like why are you not doing it this way there's like some certain stuff that you know i guess i'm not saying that there's a right way and there's a but there's some stuff that I felt like was that needs to be included in order for... I can't think of a specific example at well, this time, though. We had this joke that we talked about this last time about, like, you know, I don't, I don't like doing tradition for the sake of tradition. That said, what I've come to understand is we love our family, we care about our family, we want them to be happy. Yeah. And there are certain expectations members of your family have about events of this type correct there you go. and it was important we realized it was important for some of those at least the important ones to be met to a certain level so even though we didn't have to do it we got paper invites out we got favors you know like there were Things that we just made sure we did because it was expected of us. Yeah, and I think it was appreciated. Yeah, and people people did acknowledge and represent uh, recognize our efforts. Um, yeah, I think they like they love the presentation. Like, I think that's another thing too. Like, Auntie Val gave us that input of like you have to make it look good. You have to make it look like you know it's a party because like you know you want to create that feeling for everybody yeah so i think we did that we're able to pull that off you know and we also got recognition for like people knew that our real wedding was in hawaii yeah and they knew that we were doing the santa clara thing yeah as an extra and i think some of the things that really touched people was you know we got and it's not about recognition, but it's sort of like a, it's a two-way street, right? It's like, they know that we put in a certain amount of effort because of them, because of the family. Yeah. So it was nice to be able to, you know, get, hear that effort, like, land. Yeah. So people knew that, and knew that we put together a pretty large Santa Clara affair like really for our family specifically rj's grandpa was like kind of like on on rj's side he was kind of like the key reason to do it yeah so like you know we were able to show them i'm getting kind of stuck here i mean like before i used to i Here's used to think the circumstance was the 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 rituals and stuff was yeah. like like dumb or like a waste of money you know but I see now that we were able to reflect, like, we love, you know, family. Yeah. Like, I think it's to your point, too, when people, when you're planning this, I think, you know, you're, it's it's highly touted and shared that, you know, it's, you know, the wedding should be for you. It's your day. It's your day. Which it is. And it is. And I think we were able to create something that we that we wanted and we enjoyed but i think that's also something to be said where it's like is that worth anything without the people around you and what is that going to take for those people to be there and you know really enjoy themselves it's like 
coming at it with so everything that we did or what we planned for was you know in service for us but also you know it's it's a wedding but yes it's also an event right there's a there's a and when you're throwing an event right it's like well what i'm kind of what's coming to mind for me is like meetings at work you want to do something you can just go do it yeah and people are probably going to get mad and what you want to do is you have a meeting where you bring people in and you talk about it and like you get buy-in right and what i realized was like you know from our conversation earlier like rj and i have made this choice that we're going to bind our lives together what i realized was you know in that choice we consciously made a choice of for me RJ's family is now my family. Yeah. And RJ, my family is now his family. What I realized is that beyond us, like the rest of our family, they don't have that choice. It's like now this is our family. Yeah, that's the new reality. Yeah, we've like, we've made this connection. And like, yes, our parents, you know, our immediate family, we had like a buy-in meeting, right? We met and talked and hung out. Yeah. Um, but for a huge number of our family, it was like the first time they've like met the other side of the family. Yeah. You know, the new other side of the family and they don't have a choice. Right. Yeah. So it's like to be able to throw like a fun, exciting event, it really does get people on board, you know? It sets the tone. (laughs) Yeah. Of like, this is what our union means to the family. It, it means love and gathering and connection and, you know fun like it's not something that it's not just about me and rj and i think we really did were able to express that to our family yeah i think so yeah it was fun it was man we ended up spending so much time talking about santa clara yeah let's move on i wish we had done the three-parter i know i know (laughs) Um, but anyways, this will be a long one and you're welcome to skip ahead or like break it up. You can, you can make it a three-parter for yourself. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess let's, let's review Hawaii really quick. Yeah. So we didn't get to take a break after Santa Clara. Once Santa Clara wedding was over, it was full gear, full attention on Hawaii. Oh man. I feel like we didn't have any time to stop and breathe. Definitely not. It went straight into Hawaii planning. Because, like, I don't even, it's, it feels like so long ago now, but I, I don't even know what we were so, I mean, we had to, obviously had to pack. Like, packing was actually pretty stressful. Yeah. Because we didn't, we were thinking, we're going to have to bring so many suitcases, because it wasn't just a normal vacation, right? And we like to pack light. Either, like, one carry-on, one, you know, check-in. We ended up with, what, four check-ins? Well, there was, like, three... Three, yes, three. four check-ins, three check-ins, three check-ins, because we had to, there was a bulk of stuff that was there for the wedding, wedding dress, wedding accessories, suit, favors, favors, things like that. Then we had like our standard like vacation stuff, like we need clothing to wear every day. And we need like additional clothing, like, cause like swimming, hiking, very yeah. situational stuff that you don't normally get on like yeah. an urban vacation, right? Because we were also going straight into our honeymoon yeah. at the Big Island, and it was more outdoorsy stuff, so we had to bring, yeah, hiking boots. We brought three times as much as we would normally carry on the trip. Yeah, so that was already stressful. Making sure, as we got closer to the date, I feel like there were certain details that were not well communicated to the people that were going. 
So there was that. Um, Do you have an example? I don't even remember. I don't even remember either. There was, like, last-minute family stuff. Like, um, you know, I didn't even get confirmed until pretty late that um, from my dad's side in Korea, my oldest uncle was supposed to come, and he couldn't come. And so my youngest uncle and his family came instead. Um, so, like, last-minute changes were, like, my brother was going to walk me down the aisle. Instead, we had my youngest uncle do it. Um, we had, oh, speaking of bringing it back to RJ's dad pulling family out of the woodwork. RJ discovered a whole slew of family in Hawaii that he never knew existed. My dad has, like, a whole, like, bunch of cousins out in uh, Oahu. And he was like, can you invite them to the ceremony? This or not like to the ceremony, the reception. This was like the day before. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, like, we, 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 accom- like, luckily we accommodated the, the, the space, uh, the restaurant accommodated up to 50. So yeah. we were good. But that was fun. Yeah. And I think just the back and, f- actually, did we really have to talk to, no, it was, yeah, I don't know if we had to really talk to any of our vendors in Hawaii. About the nice thing about Hawaii was... I feel like we didn't have to do much in terms of, like, the logistics, really. I mean, we paid more for Hawaii than we were originally planning to. Like, Steven, our photographer and wedding planner, was, like, more expensive. But, yeah. I mean, I think in that world, it was sort of like... We could trust them more. We had to do more on our own because I think we were hacking it together in Santa Clara. But in Hawaii, like, the ceremony was, like, the wedding planner was dealing with. And the reception, we had, like, a like a restaurant coordinator. Who's, yeah, like, more traditional. We just, like, threw stuff at her and she figured it out, you know? Yeah. So we were able to just trust the people yeah, <laughs> that, that were taking, nice. that, that our, our vendors were. Another pro tip, uh, in exchange for convenience and, like, you can throw money at problems. That's not a pro tip, RJ. Everybody tip. knows that. Everybody's gonna over. <laughs> you're gonna go over budget anyways. So no. I'm just saying. I mean, for us, it was. It was nice though. I, don't, I think it's also because it was vacation, so I was like in that vacation, like, fuck it, it's vacation. Yeah. Mentality. So I was just like, okay, whatever. It's why. All right. Should we should we share our budget? If People have been to. asking, and I don't have a problem. No, it's funny because my it. dad was like, "Oh, so I went down to visit my oh. dad, and he goes, he's he said like, oh, you're gonna he wanted he I need he wanted help ordering a new iPhone 11 Pro Max, and he goes, oh, yeah, how much is it? Because like he wanted max specs everything. Oh, it's gonna be like seventeen hundred. He goes, oh, you gonna you gonna pay for it for my birthday? I'm like, I'm like marriage broke. I can't <laughs> I can't buy this for you. And he goes, how much you spend? Thirty. It was like. How much we spent 35 total. 35k. He goes, that's not a lot. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's 35k, yeah. dude. So just to be clear, when we set out to do the Hawaii wedding, we budgeted 15. We thought we would spend 20. All in all, it was a little fuzzy because it mixed with our Hawaii our, our honeymoon. But all in all beginning to end from like starting planning to when we're done 
We spent 35 In total for two weddings. Yeah. And, well, yeah, that's a good point. Because at first, when I first balanced our books, I was kind of upset. I was like, we went more than double over our original budget. Yeah. And I was a little upset with that. And then RJ, reality checked me. Thank you, husband. Was like, you realize we did two weddings. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so looking back, like two weddings and two sets of photos and like, you know, we got a great, amazing time in Hawaii, which we haven't even really talked about. Yeah. I was like, you know what? We did pretty good. I mean, we could talk. We and that's it. That's with throwing money at problems. I mean, we could speak <laughs> on like what we did, why we, like why we spent so much. I mean, first of all, the hotel. Oh, we ballered out. So we went, we stayed at the Royal Hawaiian. It's a, the pink, the pink, the big pink yeah. hotel right on Waikiki Beach. Uh, had this cool like old school. It's like one. I think it's one of the older hotels. Like super, oh, we got a suite. I've never stayed a, in a suite before. Yeah, biggest hotel room I've ever stayed in. I feel it's like. bigger than our apartment. Like yeah. right now. No, the common space is bigger than our <laughs> apartment. They had a common yeah. space where you can like have a TV. They had like a wet bar. Uh, there was yeah. in the but it basically a lot of amenities, but. It basically became like our wedding HQ, right? Everybody was coming by. We got ready there. Yeah. Um, we used it to store stuff. Like we got it because our our restaurant was at the Royal Hawaiian for our reception. Yeah, the Azure. So we weren't we were trying to eliminate the amount of like movement we were trying to do. So we got some discount. Um, our reception was expensive. Yeah. We didn't really think about like bar. Yeah. But because it was thirty people. You know, and we were like, we want everyone, we were honored by people taking their resources, their time and energy and money and vacation days to come to Hawaii. I know people joke like, oh, you have to break my arm to come to Hawaii. Hawaii. But, you know, I recognize, we recognize that it takes effort. Um, And for them to use that effort to join us, you know, on our celebration meant a lot, you know, so... One of the things RJ and I agreed on was that we wanted the people in Hawaii to just, it should feel like a vacation. Mm-hmm. Like they have a good time, you know? So we ended up having multiple events. You know, we had a welcome dinner the day before, we had our day of the wedding, and then we had a thank you brunch afterwards. So that way we could create multiple times for our family and friends to like mingle and hang out and get to know each other. Um, And, you know, for all of those events, you know, like I remember someone asking about it, but like we paid for drinks for all the events. Um, And like I remember at the reception, the bar staff came up to me and was like, oh, do you want to close the tab? Um, And I'm like, no, it's fine. At this point, it's just like... um, you know, and people were like, it's not like people were getting blasted, you know, yeah. like they were just having a good time. Yeah. So we like spent more on our reception and the two events than we did on our ceremony, mm-hmm. you know, because I think it kind of makes sense. We both come from families where it's like love for your family shows up in food, food, <laughs> food and drink. Yeah. Our buffet, Parties. our restaurant choice was also expensive. RJ picked a. But we got props for it because the food was very good. Yeah. Like, food was very good. And I got to eat it this time. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, I mean, we balled out. Uh, 
totally worth it though i feel and now know. we're gonna be broke for a while and you know that's that's par for the course too that's gonna be expected unless you don't go over budget but you know we've seen it happen with other couple friends so it's like just kind of look out for that i mean also how did you how do you feel about hawaii i know it's your first time in hawaii oh my gosh it was magical food was so good people are so friendly there um it's beautiful like i know waikiki is super touristy it's commercialized but I kind of like it. It felt like Disneyland. With a mix of, like, t- tropical Tokyo. Yeah, like, because there's a lot of Japanese people, and I love Japan. It's just, like, there was a lot. And then and then the convenience of the American dollar, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I can drink the tap water, and if I get hurt, I can go to the hospital, you know? And people understand what I'm saying here. Yeah. Like, it's a while that it's America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We learned so much about Hawaii, Hawaiian history, Hawaiian people, um, and yeah, it was really nice. Like, I just, uh, what did you like best about the food? food. Definitely. Oh, I loved the heat, but I also didn't. It was, I was sweating every day. Yeah, how the human. I was sweating every day. And I normally don't sweat. Like, in the bay, it ne- rarely gets hot enough for me to sweat. So, it was great because... <laughs> why it was great. RJ sweats all the time. And I never really <laughs> understood it. And in Hawaii, I was like, is this, what, is this what life is like for you? Is this what it's like every day? And he's like, yes. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I understand a little bit about you now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one of the coolest things about the Hawaii wedding was just seeing all these people that we knew in a place that was not our home. Yeah. Like, to be able to call up people and be like, hey, we're going to check out this thing. Do you want to come? And we would just, like, meet up our friends casually in Hawaii. Like, yeah. that was cool. I love that. I loved it. Like, every night, like, we leading up to the wedding. Chilled. Like, because so, everybody was kind of in the Waikiki area, so everything was walkable. So it was kind of cool. Like, we had, I guess, our home base was, like, this, like, Japanese-style, like, basement, like, Yokocho. Yokocho. Unsponsored plug. Check it out. But, like, we would always go down there and, like, drink and eat. And it was just cool to see... You know, people, like, yeah, like, it seems, like, simple enough where you're, like, oh, you see these people every day, but not in the context of, like, you know, whether it's at work or you see them at home or at school or whatever, but to see them here in Hawaii with you, like, just pounding some sake or beer, it's, like, I don't know, it's... It's different. It's it's unique. It's, like, I loved it. I don't know how to describe it, but it's definitely something I want more of. Uh, Yeah, we kind of, like... I think this wedding was kind of a beta test for what we call, or what we're calling, the Festival of Friendship. And what that is, is this idea of where it's really hard to, like, plan vacations already, right? And you try to plan it with your friends and family, and it gets really big, and it's hard to find, like, accommodations and all this other stuff. But thinking about the idea of, like, let's say, you know, we announce that we're having a vacation somewhere, you should also... You know, maybe you can plan your vacation at that place, too. And then maybe we can plan events 
group things where we meet up and do stuff. You don't have to, but... Yeah, know. we're not taking a trip together. We're just traveling. We're, we happen to be in the same place. Yeah. But, you know, have some mandatory t- things where we can kick it is cool. So we want to keep doing it going forward. Uh, this is kind of an aside to the wedding stuff, but yeah, like... Yeah. Coming soon, RJ and Susan's Festival of Friendship. We already have the location, right? 2020, Mount Fuji. Slash Korea, right? August 31st. Yeah. That's all we know right now. Yeah, we're climbing Mount Fuji, I know. Okay, uh, remember we talked about being more active? Yeah. Um. Oh, you know, my mind's running ahead. We're totally getting off track here, I but know. it kind of relates. We're climbing Mount Fuji next year because I've always wanted to climb Mount Fuji. And RJ and I want to look at starting for kids soon because i'm pretty old okay i'm not pretty old but i'm 35 you know i'm 34 next year gonna be 35 yeah it's gonna be like if we want kids we should maybe like you know kind of hurry it up so cards play out right i may not be able to climb a mountain with altitude for in 2021 so next year is kind of like my chance like unless i get pregnant next year is that dangerous I think I need to talk to a doctor about this. Yes. Ah, damn it. Is this a... Okay, I'm getting off track. We'll figure this out later. (laughs) But the reason... Pending. Yeah, the reason (laughs) we're talking about it is like, um, yeah, we want to have kids soon. And I swear to God, it was like literally the day of that your dad already started like making jokes about it. He's like, oh, it's time for you guys to have kids now. You better work in overtime. And it's like that. And I'm like, is that a dirty joke? (laughs) My dad is a no. I can't. Yeah, he's a perv. (laughs) Low key. I mean, I think that's probably where I get it from. Oh, but anyways, it was just funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and like even during the wedding, all of RJ's like Santa Clara and Hawaii, all of RJ's like family and aunties is it's always like. Like, oh, like, I can't can't wait to see your babies, you know? <laughs> Quickly have babies. Everybody was just talking about babies. I mean, what you, what, you had a cool term for what they would look like, right? Oh, okay. So, I, okay, st- bear with me for a little bit. You know, we call, we use white and black to generalize people. And we also use brown. I think uh, Indian people and Filipino people have, have taken brown. Yes. I was like, okay, well, if we're going to refer to people by colors, which I actually like, because it's like we're all humans. We just come in different colors, okay? Yeah. So I was like, can I call myself yellow? <laughs> and all my Asian friends was like, nah, Susan, you can't do that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool, that's fine. You know, yellow and red are still off the table. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to call myself Golden. (laughs) Who can complain about being referred to as Golden? That's true. Golden's nice. Yeah. And then... I love Gold. Yeah, right? Yeah. So then if RJ and I have children, I'm Gold, he's Brown. Our children will be Golden Brown. (laughs) Like hash browns. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I think... I think that's it. <laughs> so instead of a bun in the oven, you got a hash brown in the fryer? Oh my god! <laughs> hey, 
Hey, what if we did our baby? We'll have our baby shower. What if we themed it in McDonald's? <laughs> I, would, I would love it. I can't eat it, but I would love it. We'll have to ship fries over from Japan. Japan. But yeah, that's actually a great idea. A McDonald's themed baby shower. Oh yeah, that's totally in line with our brand. <laughs> All right, we're getting real in the future here. Is there anything else we want to say about the wedding stuff? I mean, I guess. About Hawaii specifically. Um, I mean, I could talk about like what were the the mishaps? I don't think there were that many, actually. Oh, my uncle, my uncle and my family. So we we had a van, we had van shuttle service from Waikiki to the beach where we had our ceremony. Forty five minutes away. And. My cousin told me, my cousin from Korea told me that they were going to drive. Originally, when they RSVP'd, they said they would drive. The day of, I guess she was calling me, and I didn't have my phone on me. So we found out really late that they needed a ride. And so that was why RJ was almost late to the ceremony, because I called him, and he, he turned the van around and went back for them, picked them up. Yeah. You know, luckily, we all made it. We also had a ukulele player that was late. It all worked out. I think out. he was high, by the way. Uh, I still tipped him anyways. Yeah, well, I know. Oh, another pro tip. If you get married on a ceremony, don't bother with the music. You can't even hear it over the oh, surf. On the beach. Yeah, yeah, the surf drowned everything out, which was fine. By the way, Waimanalo Beach is super pretty. Yeah. Beaches are great. Hawaii beaches? I can't beach anywhere else now. <sighs> Seriously. Anyways, so... RJ turned around the van and picked up my uncle and his family. And that put him off schedule maybe 20, 30 minutes. 30 minutes for sure. Why I why it stood out for me was later that night after the reception was, you know, starting to wind down, my you know, my uncle and I had a heart to heart. And he told me that he was so happy that I found someone as like kind and like nice as rj and he said that what really like the moment it shifted for him was he was like you know rj came back and he picked us up and he was like in any any kind of situation like that i would expect someone to be like frustrated right and he was like, but when RJ opened the door, you know, and I saw him, there was nothing there. And not in a bad way, right? He was just like, there was nothing in RJ's demeanor that even implied that he was annoyed with the situation. Like, he was just there for the family. And my uncle was just like, that is so, like, special. So, it ended up being a time where um, yeah, RJ was late, but he really got to show show off his self to my Korea family. <laughs> so I know that my uncle will report back, you know, to the Korea family because he's come as their representative. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting a hero's welcome when I come back. <laughs> Seoul 2020, baby. Yeah. And to kind of go back to, I don't know if it's, it's I don't even, like, Hawaii was also... So it was like, kind of like the Santa Clara reception where it was just like, there was always something going on, especially leading up to the wedding. 
like there's always activity like mind you it was all fun and stuff but like there, we were always doing something right and either something in service of the wedding or hanging out with people you know and i think so because the santa clara reception was so fast i didn't really have time to really react or kind of process it but i remember having this conversation with stephen coot on the way to the van and he was like how you feeling man you feeling good i'm like yeah man i got this like i'm chill like i've done this before i did santa clara this will be nothing this will be a you know, cakewalk right and then like during the ceremony like you know <laughs> i walked like you know i see susan like we're all in place like the efficient's ready to go and he starts talking and then at first i was like i, I start to feel like my eyes stinging and i thought oh that's the sea breeze right that must be the series. Maybe it's like the saltiness is getting to me. But then I started tearing up more. And then the tears wouldn't stop. And I was just like crying. I was like crying. And I don't know what it was. Because I think I finally really had a chance. Like after all the activity of Waikiki and planning and all this other stuff. Like at this moment to like really be present. And like really look at it. I could hear the surf. I can see Susan. I can see the beach. I can see the sky. I can, like, it all. And then I, like, I know like families watching us, family and friends, and it all just kind of hits me all at once. And I think it just, like, it wasn't even conscious. Like, it just my body was processing it at that moment. Like, that's that's what it, it all just exploded at that time. And that's the only way I could describe it because I don't think I had any thoughts in my head. It was just more like, whew, it all hit you. Then. It all just hit me. Then it was like the culmination of everything. Like. From the planning of it, like, even from engagement to, like, now. Like, it's, this is it. We're here. Yeah. And my body just felt it. It was, it was very sweet to see him cry. I didn't, I didn't think, people always, you know, were like, are you going to cry? And I'm like, no, that's not me, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I like, I shut that shit down, you know? <laughs> I thought, I, I mean, I always thought it, I had it in me, but I didn't think I was going to because I thought, like, you know, it was done. Like, you know, I felt all the emotions and then. Then I was just like, <laughs> and then I remember like in the cartoon, it's like, uh, Steven's girlfriend, Jennifer, Jennifer was like, you better not. I think everyone's kind of like, if you tear up, if you start crying, I'm going to start crying. So don't do it. And I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I got yeah. this. You know, when I say whenever somebody says I got this, you know, they don't got it. So, <laughs> yeah. And then like, they go, why'd you cry? I thought you were going to cry. And then it's like, yeah. Yeah. I had to wipe his tear because it was white from sunblock. And makeup. <laughs> And makeup. Oh, I've been wearing. I was wearing makeup for both weddings. Oh, that was a new experience. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Another pro tip from my, um, my cousin Jennifer, she was like, make sure RJ gets makeup done for photos because he'll just look. He'll just. Busted. Compared to you, because you're gonna be so made up, and they did a great job. He looked natural, and he just looked good and not shiny in the photos it's kind of funny santa clara we had like a vietnamese like makeup stylist and she gave me more pink gave me more east asian she gave me like a k-pop hair uh style but then why i got like filipino oh yeah he stylist. got a hell of filipino, so I got more hairstyle. filipino style <laughs> and it's funny too like in hawaii like people were telling me that i look i have like they i look east asian or i have east asian features it's kind of crazy so, you know, my weave tendencies are kind of probably yeah. explained. Um, didn't you stop crying when you heard your dad laugh at you? Yeah! <laughs>
That's when it, yeah. He goes, ah, oh, why are you crying? <laughs> That's when he snapped me out of it. And then I was able to be good to go again. But yeah. That was funny. I was like, oh, I can't let my dad punk me like this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all said and done, it was a lot of work. There's a lot to do. But honestly, I feel like having two is the way to go. Two smaller weddings? Yeah, two smaller ones. I know. Two, like a local smaller one and then like a destination one to wherever you want to go because it's like we did it because of family right and yeah. i've been talking to a lot of people it's like a lot of, i like craig yeah he had two because like not like he had one here a smaller one for san francisco and then because and he had another one on the east coast because his family would not travel to this to california so it's like i feel like i'm seeing it more and more yeah i think it's like i mean our the book one of the books we read unsponsored plug a practical wedding guide Wedding planning. You know, they did talk about that. That was like, they're like, don't worry about your budget yet. What's more important is you have everyone you want there. And I think we got that. Yeah. Well, to a degree. We didn't have all the friends we wanted there. Yeah. That was hard. And we're already talking about maybe doing a third smaller event. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, that. we're calling this out now. People have been asking about it. We got to we gotta get back on it. Yeah. But, you this know. This will probably just be like a more like a reception type of thing. Or like a kickback kickback probably right out of bar or something yeah so be prepared for that we should probably get on that yeah um because we didn't really get all of our friends there so yeah there's a lot of key people missing yeah we definitely focused our wedding was more about our family which makes sense you know yeah a lot of the sf oakland or this part of the bay yeah people um oh maybe we should do a brunch anyways <laughs> um well, I was going to share one more thing, but okay. I can't remember. What's it in regards to? Oh, RJ got his dream wedding. His dream wedding was white <laughs> sands, blue water. Yeah. That's what that's what he came up with when you're doing like a blue sky exercise from the wedding planning book. Yeah. I think we talked about it last yeah. episode too. But. <laughs> and it was not until after the wedding that I found out why that was his dream wedding. No, you found out. Oh, wait, no. After we got married. Oh, oh, that's right. After we got married, I discovered that his dream wedding was on a beach because the finale of Saved by the Bell was Zach and Kelly getting married on the beach. <laughs> I don't think it was Zach and Kelly. They all, the gang went to a Hawaiian wedding. Was it a double wedding? Was it Slater and what's-her-face? I just remember that the gang went to Hawaii... I don't know if there was a wedding, but I remember, like, I'm mixing the two up, but I just know that it was inspired by Saved by the Bells when they went to Hawaii. That's all I know. <laughs> In any case, so. Final thoughts? Anything, um, anything else? Well, my final thought is that TLD, what's up? my wedding theme was Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I mean, as it should be. Classic sitcom. But yeah. Anything else? I mean, honeymoon was great. Big Island's cool. Doesn't feel like Hawaii. Oh yeah, we didn't really talk about our honeymoon, but I don't know. I don't think that's that's something we could talk about off. This is more about wedding stuff. I will just say that after the wedding, everything we actually or well, we got to enjoy the the Hawaii life. If that makes sense. Yes slow 
Oh, I love how slow Hawaii moves. Okay, so... What kind of last call do we want to do? Oh, last... I forgot. I do have a closing thought. Okay. And this is for... I don't know whoever's listening. I've shared this with a couple of different friends individually. And I want to make it clear here also. I know that for me, it was really hard to ask for help because I just wasn't used to it. Yeah. And I didn't know what I needed help on with the wedding. And I just wanted to make it super clear that any of our friends that are going through this, like sometimes just having a random pair of hands is really helpful. So if there's ever something you think that I could help with, like I want everyone to feel free to ask. I can't always promise that I'll be able to say yes, um, but I, I can figure things out, you know? So... You know, we've done it twice now, so we're we're experts. <laughs> we're experienced. <laughs> we're experienced. So, in any case, I just, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there one more time. You know, because the last thing I would want for any of my friends is to be stressed on an amazing day. You know, so whatever I can do there. Also note... One note that thing that that th- one thing that was kind of awkward during our ceremony is uh, so there's this Hawaiian tradition. Oh God. Apparently, at Hawaiian weddings, where the officiant will like blow into a seashell, but I thought that was cool, but then he gave us the caveat where it's like for as long as I blow the 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 shell, you guys have to kiss. So basically, we were just making out in front of our family and friends. That was so awkward. Yeah. It was funny, too, because he goes, like, how was that? He asked us, how was that? And you said, it's awkward. (laughs) (laughs) In front of our family. Yeah. Because it felt like it was going on forever, man. All right. Last call? Last call. All right, last call. Last call. The question is, what is the best slash favorite thing about getting married you go first me um i think i enjoyed the experience of i don't know if that's my it's my favorite but i think something notable for me is like the experience of seeing our family and our communities mixed together now for example Mm. uh uh, Jesse and Wilson, who has been on the podcast before, we're going to Hawaii right, or we're going to Japan right after this. And by happenstance, during a conversation, I think it was the morning after brunch, uh, one of our other friends, uh, your college roommate Nikki, was also going to was also Japan. going to Japan, and they were able to link up and go to Disney Sea together. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I, you know. I just look forward to seeing more of that, right? Just really connecting these people in our lives and seeing what, you know, what happens for them. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. The best part of getting married is calling you husband every day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do make it a point to, to emphasize the title. Yeah. Yeah, we did in the beginning of the, call, uh, of the talk, but we didn't really do it towards the middle. But I mean, it 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 feels more natural now. Yeah. 
isn't before it felt like whoa like it still hits you <laughs> but yeah wife i guess that's it husband are you sure wife okay now it's getting weird <laughs> it got weird again it's like we're trying not to hang up the phone but we're doing it in front of our friend all right you know what we've talked enough uh thanks for listening we'll be back to scheduled programming after this episode so look forward to that uh again reach out if you want to get on this i'd love to talk to you uh but anyways yeah see you later peace